Right on, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Life of Mine, the go-to mining podcast, the global go-to greatest ever mining podcast, Matty Michael here, and we have for you episode three of the Battery Metals series. I'll say episode two at the start of the yarn, but episode two in terms of the second mineral we talk about technically episode three you get me drift again joined by the ev guru andy clayton from precision funds management now as a repeat go back listen to the first two episodes first one on what makes up a battery different types of batteries episode two lithium dedicated to lithium geez what's the matter fucking belter great yarn share them around linkedin twitter facebook share the spotify link or wherever you listen to the podcast try or make me famous because life of mine presents informative educational material in a heaps funnier way in a heaps less boring way than the competitors and you could be a part of making this more of a regular thing if spotify chooses to buy me out so in this yarn we get into nickel ain't nickel been in the news we talk about the nickel commodity price that got a speeding ticket during the russia ukraine war from because uh, of the mob some mob shorted the living shit out of it and got caught with their pants down bloody crazy times we talk nickel sulfides versus nickel laterites we talk the complexities and capital intensity of developing a nickel laterite project uh again where the big nickel projects are where they're coming from from australia in both australia and around the world everything bloody nickel this is your essentially the westfield shopping center if you all want to buy some nickel this is the place to go right let's get into it it's nickel time here we go Right, I welcome back episode two of the Battery Metal series with Andy Clayton, uh, which wasn't going to be a series, but is a series now because it was uh, lithium was that bloody interesting. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed the lithium episode. I oh, sure as hell learned a shitload and that's the best thing about it i can listen back to it because i reckon half of it i missed as well <laughs> so I'll, um, I'll be a guru by the end of it uh right we're gonna do nickel yep nickel uh oh geez bloody um have you ever seen a speeding ticket given to a fucking commodity price <laughs> <laughs> as we've seen from the russian um everything that's gone on and a suspended trading of a commodity price has that ever fucking happened before uh, not in my knowledge Matt. Yeah, no that was, was very um, interesting times it was uh fascinating times and when when the nickel price started moving i remember watching it that day i was up sort of 20 30 i was going what the fuck is going on here and very then common common ring, response ringing around and then people going oh rumors of a short squeeze with Tian shan and then um so they uh you know they're the world's largest um, nickel producer and i think that the chairman of that the whale i call him um had some, um, you know, had a massive, massive short bet at about twenty four thousand bucks a ton nickel, um, and he was getting well and truly squeezed. I think he's, I think it was for two hundred thousand tons. So when they pushed the price up to a hundred thousand bucks a ton, um, 
who was well and truly in the hole for um, I think you know billions of dollars sort of thing. Anyway, so why, um, why was he was he was he why was he doing that? Just getting premiums as a hedge or like what was I, his yeah. what was the theory behind his bloody big short position? Good question. I mean, I think um, he, he just took a view that at twenty four it would probably. Um, yeah, due for a bit of a correction, you know, I'd run up to sort of, you know, I'd run from really sort of four to five dollars, you know, dollars a pound um, from a few years ago. But the irony was like, you know, he's, you know, Tian Shan is, you know, major shareholder in sort of Australia's, one of Australia's largest nickel producer, nickel mines, which produces from, you know, out of Indonesia. So- Is that NIC? NIC. Yeah, NIC. Yeah. So he was like uh, sort of bidding against, you know, his own company. But I think- from all reports, he's, you know, a massive sort of trader, you know, personally. So this was a personal holding, but it certainly affected the nickel mine share price, which created from about 160 to 110 on the day, as they, as the market speculated, he might have to sell out of that to cover the cover his margin line. And then they put out a clarifying statement and went from back up to 110 to 140 sort of thing. Mm. Um, so it was a hugely volatile day. But back to your original question, no, I've never seen that in the market. And, you know, I know that quite a few pundits have sort of questioned the integrity of the you know the LMA exchange where you can just suspend a trading and and cancel trades after fifty thousand dollars a ton because you know whilst whilst he was in the hole there was other people you know that, that had taken the other side of that bet making um making huge amount of money yeah so, um, now the and the reason for it with Russia uh, why was that big as in there's a shitload of nickel coming out of Russia and the sanctions was that the main reason I I, I think I I think. Certainly, that that had an element of it, but I think there was also when rumours went around the market that this guy was short. It was a also oh, that was actually that wasn't a consequence. That was I th- part I, of the look. Certainly, as when well. when the Ukraine um, when the Russians invaded the Ukraine, you did have you know the nickel price you know d- did go up a tick. But but I mean, really, like you know, Norilsk is sort of at about um, I think a couple of you know a couple of hundred thousand tons of nickel. Um, you know, it's about the fourth or fifth largest place. So it is it is significant, but it's not. You know, um, I, I think other players potentially could have covered that sort of thing, but I think that you know that the invasion plus the the, the rumours of short squeeze um, or, the, or the rumours that you know this this guy was short um, uh, certainly helped um, for, for hedge funds and all the rest of it to um, go on the other side of that trade. And um, and and plus he had very low inventories in the in in, in the LME nickel market as well, so it didn't take much to um, you know to squeeze that. Uh, which is which is exactly what they did. <laughs> and what's his? Has he fucked off the short positions, or has well, he still he, got them? Or that, what, what actually happened with? Well, the they're thing? saying that he's the, the the bankers and he's happy. He, he came out in the press saying that he wanted to double it. Uh, you know that he wanted to remain short and. Um, oh, and, he wanted to get double his short. Position. Yeah, double his short position. I think you know that Jesus. was a bit of bravado. Um, but I think um, when, it, when it was at a hundred thousand a ton, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have been a bad idea. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> and then they said that they, you know, he's, he's secure working through with his bankers and stuff, uh, and they would unwind that short position over, uh, you know, uh, 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 over a period. Yeah. Um, but it certainly, you know, so nickel sort of settled around the fifty thousand dollar a ton. Sort of level that's sort of eased off a bit recently. Um, it's back at about sort of thirteen fifty a pound, which 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 is still um, you know a fabulous price for any of these producers mm. um, and all that sort of thing. So um, yeah, fascinating stuff in the nickel market the last few months. Oh, very exciting. Yes. Now nickel sulfides, nickel laterites. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Are they essentially the two types? Is, is nickel yeah. as simple as they're the two types? Yeah, they're the two types. Really, two types of nickel, sulfides and laterites. And sulfides, you know, derived from sort of volcanic or hydrothermal processes often, you know, include sort of copper and cobalt, um, you know, your yeah. classic sort of ultramorphic style, Cambauda style of deposits, um, you know, which, you know, essentially made Western mining. Your laterites are, you know, formed near surface, um, you know, sur- sufficient deposits, you know, extensively weathered, and occur in the tropical climate areas around the equator. So, you know, heap of heap of nickel laterites up around Indonesia, and uh, you know, Caledonia, and in uh, Australia and Africa, sort of thing. So, um, so is the the Kalgoorlie nickel project Ardaya's one? Is that a bit of a an anomaly? That was the word I was fucking looking for in that <laughs> other episode. Anomaly. Oh Jesus Christ! Is that um that laterite deposit? Because I guess we're not. In tropical, at yeah, Kangool, um, is that a no? Bit- it's, it still extends down that way because you might remember the first one was the great was Murrin Murrin. Um, you know, we had the mm. the sort of the breed of the when nickel last spiked in sort of the uh, you know 2007 to the you know he had um, Murrin Murrin, which was anaconda. So that's a that's a nickel laterite deposit. That's uh, up north, right up north. No, not it? right up north, north of Kalgoorlie. Oh, uh, right, now I'm thinking it's a couple of hundred k. Yeah. Uh, it's probably three. 300 k's north of there, so okay, yeah. Um, so that's near that near our days. Yeah, so it's all yeah, so so yeah. it is you know it, it is around there, and 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 then um, yeah, but you know the the, the key thing is uh, how you actually um, get get the nickel metal out. So your sulfides is classic, um, typically open cut or or uh, underground, followed by a concentration via flotation. You know, to produce a concentrate, which is then sold to a smelter. So your typical sort of nickel concentrate, piece of um, piece, piece, piece. nickel nickel mat, you know, and then they refine it to nickel metal. Where your laterites are a lot more complex, and they require you know high pressure, high pressure acid leach. Um, so is that are the laterites fully? Is it like refractory gold? Is it fully encapsulated inside? Is it? Is it uh, yeah, not fully. Inca- I think that well, well, laterite by its name is there's lots of iron involved in it, and it's right. and it's and it's getting rid of that iron. So they've got a, um, I think like Marin Marin had I think uh, it was four autoclaves, and these these were titanium clad autoclaves with about you know running at a pressure of about two hundred and fifty fifty psi. I think KPA KPA uh, at a temperature of about two hundred and fifty degrees. Yeah. I think it was two fifty. Might even be high. Um, but but to, but as you said, to extract the the get get the get the nickel into solution. Okay, uh, so it's the iron. So the big thing is getting yeah, getting rid, get of, the rid of the iron. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, and then there's two types of both sort of. There's a saprolite ore and a limonite ore sort of thing. I think these ones predominant. So the saprolite are more clay clay based. Um, we probably got to do a bit, bit more work up front to yep. to to. to, to uh, to get to get rid of the clays, whereas the limonite, so you're more um, dry tropical ones, um, sort of thing. So uh, you know they, they they took a you know anaconda took you know probably ten years um, to to actually get that up to nameplate capacity uh, and a hell of a lot of money, but that's now producing sort of you know forty thousand tons of of, 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 of of nickel. And what you can actually you know the the, the thing with the uh, laterites is or the HPL process, high pressure acid leach, is that it takes it through to nickel metal. So you're actually plating metal. You're not. You're not oh, taking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're not. You're not producing a concentrate. You're producing a, a, a nickel metal. That's in production now. Yeah, yeah. It? That's that, in production. So, so Anaconda Glenpore was that? Was that Twiggy? That originally? was Twiggy's original one. That yeah. that um, you know went. Yeah, that was going to revolutionise the nickel industry and all that. There was already previously um, some nickel laterite 
projects around Moa Bay um, in uh, in Cuba, I think, um, had one sort of thing. But that was really the first the first sort of modern day, you know, nickel laterite HPL process and anaconda and um, you know, like it looked fantastic on a spreadsheet, but but they had you know lots and lots of issues um, ramping it up and all that. Ended up like the nickel price. Uh, uh, fell apart as well, so you know. Yep. I, mean, I think it went from sort of four or five dollars a pound. I think it hit a love sort of close to two dollars a pound. Yep. Uh, ultimately, and it, I think Anglo came in and bought it, uh, and then Glencore have ended up with it now. So I think so. That's you know. I say Glencore one hundred percent. Yeah, Mara Mara. Yeah, and, so- and, and you might remember there was sent there was um, Cores Nickel Project as well with with Centaurus and Bulong Nickel Project that Resolute had, and then Preston. So there was a sort of a real sort of suite of pro- of sort of nickel laterite projects. Um, yeah. But you know the, the you know and about seventy percent of the world's resources are laterites. So you know there's a lot ah, of right. So a yeah. lot of the resources. So the big you know and the big projects are up in sort of Indonesia. Um, uh, you know with with the nickel laterites and you know certainly what nickel mines have have been able to do. You know there's this massive. Because you might remember when Indonesia put that ban on um, exporting uh, nickel ore and requiring pe- requiring them to, um, you know, add, add value or, or, or have in-country downstream processing. So, uh, Nick, uh, Tinjan, you know, the, the Chinese have invested heavily into uh, into Indonesia and, and now got these uh, massive industrial complexes that are producing, um, you know, high-quality nickel and, and nickel mines as part of that. Um, you know they've been able to, and they're you know they're they're uh, the largest Australian producer or ASX listed producer, um, along with Independence. Um, but Independence has got some other things. So yeah, um, that, that that's where a lot of the growth will come because yep. you know that the, the sulfides are, are are pretty hard to well they're they're tough to find like these ultramafic, you know down in Canberra. I think you've really you know Cassini that Mincor discovered and is now mining you know it was the first discover, you know first genuine new discovery as opposed to extensions from previous yeah, you know yeah, no yeah. no known deposits um in, a, in about the last 15 20 years mm. so and it'll be exciting to see what um old steve norregard comes up with down at yeah. widgie nickel down the widgie dome as well like that's good pro good good little proximity there so yeah absolutely i mean yeah. we, we yep we own we own widgie and um you know like like what they're doing you know they've got yeah. a, a nice resource base at the moment um mm. and it's really about you know they had raised enough money to really, you know, their target is to be in mining, you know, to be mining at the end of next year sort of thing. Yeah. It's really about, you know, drilling that out and finding the critical mass to justify development. I mean, ultimately, you've got the, um, you know, BHP's nickel concentrator there that, that Mincor are putting their, their their dirt through sort of thing. So that would seem a logical um Place for that to potentially go should they should they find enough sort of thing. A funny story about Widgie Nickel. So <laughs> right. I've, uh, I've got the the missus has got uh, the Comsec up on a phone because right. well the shares are all in her name. They're in family trust now, but uh, <laughs> so she's heavily watching this. All these shares go up and down every every day by yeah. the hour. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I want to pick a share since they're in my name. I said, well, you don't know anything about the share market, <laughs> and she's like, look at through. She's like, Widgie Nickel. That sounds cool. I want to buy that. <laughs> I'm like, righto. And what do you know? The best performing share on our portfolio is Widget Nichols. So she thinks I'm a complete fucking idiot. And I probably am. So now she's like, wants to bloody pick That's- every single one. So- <laughs> Right, right. I, sp- I spoke to Steve the other week. Actually, I told him that exact story. He says, <laughs> he says whatever it takes, mate. Yeah. 
Mate, it's like those competitions where you got the, the monkeys throwing the darts at the, uh, <laughs> at, at the thing and they often out, outperform some of the world's best fund managers. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, as I say, it's be, be, better to be lucky than smart, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that, 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 um, that Murrin Murrin project, where are they? What's their? Where are they processing and everything? What's their? Have they got a? They got a. Oh, so they've got an on site. Yeah, like it's it's, it's all it is established. A, it's all yeah. yeah. So that that's been going as it's oh, probably fifteen years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm showing my age. Um, and uh, you know, it's a massive sort of chemical plant. I remember doing a site trip probably yeah, fifteen years ago, and you know, it's spread out over sort of a kilometre and a half. But it is, um, you know, so that, so yeah. so they've they fine tuned it, and um, yeah, as I said, producing you know pretty. I think nickel, you know, sub two dollars a pound, sort of thing. Is that? Is oh, that no, so so is it's it, probably three dollars, but yeah. So is there a bit of a pro and con in terms of it's it's very it's a lot harder to process, but you're actually you're getting a pure nickel metal at yeah. the end. So there's a I the, there's, there's a, a, the balancing act there. The thing with um, high pressure or those treating laterites is your capital expenditure up front. So yeah. so so to, to to make it like you can't just have a small sort of. You know, it's not worth doing a ten thousand ton sort of you know um, H power process sort of yep. thing because your capital costs were your capital intensity won't you know couldn't just wouldn't justify your returns. So you really need to um, have the scale. And the thing with the laterite resources, you know, they're they're extensive. So you mm. know, you know, Murrin Murrin's a you know thirty forty year life sort of thing. Um, you know, the big ones in Indonesia. It's not it's not a resource mine life question. It's about you know, capital. You know, yeah, having the capital to build these, build these. Um, you know, New Caledonia has been a source of, um, you know, Aramid, uh, the, the French-backed um, company. You know, they've been mining nickel laterite out of there for a long while and transporting that ore to, to um, other refineries around the world to, um, yep. you know, to, to treat that sort of thing. So, I mean, the other thing is everyone talks about this sort of uh, class one nickel, you know, which is used in your batteries and all that sort of thing, and. It's uh, you know you require about sort of three times as much energy um, from laterites to re- to produce you know a ton of class one nickel versus a sulfide okay class yep. one nickel so is that we, is that in terms of class one is the purity yeah of it yeah, yeah. And, and and that's and that's what's used in your batteries sort of thing so uh, yeah so it's your ninety nine percent sort of type type nickel um, yep. and is that what is it Murrum Murrum producing that uh, they. Good question. Not, not sure. Oh, yeah. So it may, maybe, maybe, maybe not. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I actually interviewed um, Andrew Penkethman last last break a couple of weeks ago, right, just okay. before I got COVID. I think I might have COVID when I was there, actually, <laughs> based on the test day. Um, I tested positive the next day, right. um, and uh, but he'd already had it, so it was all good. Um, and yeah, that and that, obviously that's what they're waiting on is finding that strategic partner, JV partner, to fund that. Yeah, that's Nickel right. Project, which yeah. is, as you said, very expensive. I said if he found one out of the podcast episode, I'll take some commission. <laughs> I accept, ca- right. I accept cash or yeah, card. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's not, it's not the realm of um, you know your small, small explorer slash mid cap. Yeah, so oh, it's a, so obviously laterite's going to um, sulfides are a lot e- harder to find, a lot easier to yep. produce um, yep. and and refine, but. Um, Laterites are going to obviously play a massive part in this global nickel supply. As seventy yeah. percent is of the world's nickel is bloody laterite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab- a- absolutely. And I think you know, I was just looking at some CLSA research from 
I was a little while ago, but they they sort of talk about you know for uh, you know 80% of future class one nickel will come out of Indonesia sort of thing. These predominant you know these later yep. right deposits sort of thing. So um, there is no doubt it's going to be um, you know yeah very topical. Yeah. Um, or, or, or continue you know a hell of a lot of investment will continue to go into Indonesia, um, expanding and you know producing. Because nickel, you know, nickel, I was looking at some supply stuff sort of thing. So they're basically saying current current markets are about three million consumption, about three million tons per annum of of, of nickel, and and uh, Wood Mackenzie forecasts that to grow to sort of four million tons by two thousand and thirty, and closer to sort of five million tons by two thousand and forty. So yep. you know, IGO and their Prezzo had quite a good chart where they sort of talk. They're saying they they see new supply required from two thousand twenty five. Um, you know, there's a gap of about 570,000 tons um, in 2030. You know, going to a sort of a million tons in two, and and that's yeah. sort of you know factoring in known projects sort of thing. So yeah, right. yeah. You know, yeah, and and another interesting step for, for you know they the five, they were saying that I was reading somewhere five and a half billion has been allocated to nickel exploration over the past decade. They've only discovered sort of six million tons of nickel in, in two major discoveries, which. Um, compared to 90 million tons in, the, in 20 discoveries in the in the preceding 20 years, so I mean, what that tells you intuitively is that all the easy nickel's been discovered. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and and hence, to find more and to incentivise miners to get out there, you're going to have to have these elevated prices for yeah. quite some time. Oh, and if you've got to go deeper, and uh, it's always yeah. nickel's always fucking shit ground. <laughs> Jesus, well, that's that's the nature of the ultramation. Yeah, um, no, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> just unfor- very unfortunate. I'll fucking stick right there. Right. I'll stick to me gold. I think stick to uh, your gold. That's right. Yeah. Um, now the big, big players, yeah. big nickel players globally, Australia. Yeah. So in Australia, as I said, you sort of got nickel mines that's sort of currently doing about fifty thousand tons of nickel. Looking to increase that to about seventy five thousand tons. So that's NIC, but then only project in is in Indonesia, yeah, but in listed Indonesia. on the ASX. Yeah. yeah, and then following the takeover by Western areas of IGO. So yeah, yeah IGO took over. You know, there. So well, Twiggy got, didn't Twiggy nearly take. What was the guy there? To, was, yeah. What, so yeah. and who was he going to take it? Was he through Wiley? So Wiley, yeah. yeah. So but but then they've done a deal where they're talk, um, where they're looking at sort of a um, joint venture on. Maybe producing uh, nickel sulfate um, down down the track, sort of thing. But uh, so IGO Net currently produces out of the Nova nickel mine over over Nova, um, which is about sort of circa twenty thousand tons of nickel, but with some very uh, eight or nine thousand tons of copper, um, sort of thing. So they're, they're, with the Decius coming on, uh, Decius, um, that'd be probably forty five thousand tons to fifty thousand tons. Um, other players in Australia, Mincor's just commissioned the Cassini mine, so they'll do circa 15,000 tonnes. Mm. Panoramics just restarted up in Savannah, um, and they'll do sort of 12, 11 or 12,000 tonnes. Um, and then a couple of others, you know, offshore guys, you know, Centaurus, uh, looking at the Velikimpa project, you know, sort of, you know, 20 to 25,000 tonnes of nickel um, over in Brazil. So there's sort of the main, you know, Australia's, and then you've sort of got a tail of, um, you know, explorers, um, or, you know, like your winds and Poseidon are looking at restarting at, at, at um, Black Swan, you know, Pete, Pete, Pete Harold's um, group, um, you know, targeting, you know, getting back down in the underground, but also looking at cutting back on the open pit there sort of thing. Yep. Uh, and, and, and globally, you know, your big players, you know, I mentioned sort of Tianshan, they produce about sort of 6,000 tonnes of nickel um, and Rielsk about 200,000 tonnes, Jinchuan about 
190 Vale, which is the big Brazilian global um, iron ore mine out there, about 190,000 tonnes, Vale. Um, Glencore, about 140,000 tonnes, and BHP, about sort of 70,000 tonnes from Nickel West. Oh, so really, is that what? So, so that Odysseus project? That's if that's fit. What'd you say? Fifty thousand. Oh, it's about 000. twenty. I think twenty. Yeah, about twenty. Oh, okay. 15, oh, 20,000. Oh, I thought you said fifteen. I thought you said fifty. I'm like, fuck. No, that no, sounds no. all right. No, no, combine. Yeah, yeah. Combine there at about four. Um, assuming no or Nova sort of steady at sort of twenty. Oh, for I right, would okay. Combine. The combine. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So they're they're the sort of the major. Yeah. Ma- ma- major players sort of thing. So uh, with, with BHP, how much is um. Oh, as you know, there's heaps of questions without notice here. So, <laughs> <laughs> could you should be used to a body. Yeah? Um, Leinster LNO compared to Mount Keith, like the, the underground versus open pit. What's the is it? What's the, how much is fucking coming out of there? I'll, I'll just bullshit to you and say a heap from both. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You know, BHP, the, 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 the disclosure on their website, it's pretty hard to find. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, right. Yeah, they don't sort of, you know, if you go into one of their operations, it's pretty. Hard to actually find the split on what they do. It they just tend to go. This is how much nickel we produce. Um, yeah, right. This is where we're. Uh, yeah, I, I, I find as companies get bigger and bigger, the less um, less they want to tell you, mm. or, or the less disclosure. Whereas your smaller guys, you know, it's all put out there in, um, you know, exactly where they're where, where they're getting it from. So I, you know, I couldn't really. I, I did used to work at the Lawless Gold Mine and yep. used to go up to Leinster and have a beer and. Um, oh, you, you would know, have had the old Aggie pub. Yeah, the Aggie there. pub. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bought some uh, gold earrings from. Uh, for, <laughs> For the wife of some prospector there. It's <laughs> before Christmas, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hid them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would bring them out right. on special occasions. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was foul because she broke up with shortly later. But, you know, <laughs> well, they, um, yeah, it just sounds pretty. I haven't never worked there. I've spoken to a lot of guys working at Leinster Underground, LNO, and it's like, oh, like the ground support and like the ground, like one and a half metre cuts on a the bloody the ground support to go in to support yes. that one and a half metre cut to take it's phenomenal yeah. so there, there must be some fucking nickel down there no, like, to justify right. it all yeah, so. no, no that's right absolutely so uh, what else are there the well, that's the big upcoming projects um, as I was, like it's hard to, I mean it's really as I said the, the sort of probably the latter rights dominated out of sort of the, the Indonesia and um, those sorts of things. The Australian scene, there's not that many. As I said, Centaurus has probably got the largest one that they're looking at, but that's still a few years away. They're still going through there. Where's that one? Where's that's that in one? Brazil. So uh, yeah. that, that that was, um, you know, they've got a, you know, very, very large resource, sort of, seven, you know, 700,000 tonnes at uh, a bit over a percent nickel. But um, the, the beauty of it is it's both sort of open cut and underground and the infrastructure. So they're in the carriage house, you know, which is the main sort of um, iron ore producing region that Valet own. And um, so I- infrastructure is fabulous. Um, and and they, they sort of did a swap on this project with, with, with Valet. They swapped out one, one of their copper projects and... Um, you know, went, at the time, you know, um, Vale weren't that interested in it sort of thing and uh, they've been able to grow that resource considerably and show that, you know, this is a long life plus, you know, 20,000 tonnes of nickel per annum, um, but, you know, operation sort of thing. And, they, and they've done they've done very well. I think they're, you know, high-quality team sort of thing. So, but there's not much really, you know, that you can see sort of, you know, that's going to be the next cab off the rank sort of thing. Yeah. Um, probably Poseidon's probably the front runner. Um, domestic. I'm sure I've probably missed out some and might get some mm. abusive phone calls. <laughs> but <laughs> what about that? Like, because that um, 
Ah, oh, Dave, that Kalgoorlie Nickel project that got given the you know the tick of a, the ScoMo's tick of approval for that yeah, um, yeah. national project title Status, and everything yeah. and largest nickel resource in Australia by yeah. nickel tons. Is that where is that? Oh, look, they're, 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 yeah, like they're, they're, they've all got potential. It's, it's like with all of these, with you know, it's, it's funding, mm. and 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 for for you know because 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 they are large capital, yeah, you know, projects. So how much just, like, if you say? Like when you're talking funding, how much funding will be needed to make a bloody um, acid leaching mill for well, a Well, so an HPL plan, I think the Kalgoorlie nickel, like, uh, I, I mean, um, like the capital intensity per nickel ton is, you know, it's it's quite high. So um, I think, you know, like I haven't looked at KNL lately, but last time I looked at it, I think it was like well over, sort of, you know, it'd be well over half a million dollars, you know, $500 million, half a billion dollars. Yeah, right. At least yeah. sort of thing. So when you're, you know, it's a sort of, um, tricky bit when you're a you know a, a small company you you know trying to bring in a partner to to, to do that and they're sort of going well why would we part you like if we, if we like it that much we might just buy you out yeah yeah top thing and and there is you know similarly there's a project over in um, that the old clean tech used to have um, the Scaney um, you know as a nickel sort of PGM project in New South Wales that you know it's got a large resource um, you know it's, it's got some studies underway sort of thing but there's so there's and I think, you know, the nickel price holds up, then larger groups, you know, you may, you, you may well be able to bring in that strategic partnership and whether it's, a, um, you know, whether it's a, a car maker, you know, whether they want to go downstream, you know, to that extent and to secure their own sort of nickel supply with offtake. Um, oh, there'd be some fucking wheeling and dealing going on in the back. <laughs> oh, I love wheeling and dealing. I'd love to be a fly on the wall with all these yarns. Oh, I love that shit. That, that's right. So. <laughs> Few bloody plenty of uh, good nights on the piss in New York for whoever's got the money. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah, that'd be a bloody podcast. Sounds like you've been in the breaking game before, there, man. Oh, mate, I reckon you could do a podcast on bloody wheeling and dealing, mining gossip. Yeah, whether it's yeah, that's like right. the bloody, I'll be the Julian, new Julian Assange or something. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, too Well, there you go. Thanks, mate. That's nickel done. All Thank right, you very perfect. much. And I'll, I'll actually let you get out of the room with me because you've like, <laughs> probably uh, probably bloody signed up for an extra hour that you didn't know about. <laughs> really appreciate it, mate. No, no, thanks, all good, thanks mate. very Not much for chucking your cock on the block for all this information. <laughs> and uh, no. we'll see you for copper next. Yeah, good on you, mate. Next week. Thanks, mate. Yeah. No. Right, that concludes Nickel. I hope you bloody loved it. I bloody loved it. Share it around. Tell everyone about this battery metal series and tune back in when we come with the copper episode. Next episode is copper. Possibly the last. Uh, I don't know. I might be able to drag another episode about everything else that's bloody battery metals, a conclusion. Depends if Andy's sick of me yet or not. So, I share it around. Tell everyone about it. LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Share the Spotify link. Bloody, just tell everyone about Life of Mine. Uh, and if you want to give me some money to come on the show, I'll say yes. Peace, peace. Righto. Uru. Uru.